0: Well, welcome to the Miami Church Podcast. My name is Greg, and I am so glad that you are listening right now. Listen, man, life is hard, but we are here to help you. And so I hope you enjoy today's message. And man, our, our, our real prayer and our real hope is that, that the message today will help you take your next step in your faith journey. Enjoy. Does anyone else have these ongoing battles in your mind? I mean, your thoughts are bouncing all over the place. I mean, one minute you're full of faith and confidence, and the next you're full of fear. And, and, and one minute you're, you're so confident, like, let's do this. I can do this. And the next minute you're like, whoa, whoa, what was I thinking? I can't do this. And you're full of so much stress and anxiety. And one minute you're fully confident in God, and this is how I fight my battles. And the next minute, God, God, where are you? God, help. God, hello, hello. See, the mind is a battlefield, and your mind is a battlefield, and my mind is a battlefield. In fact, I believe. That that most of life's battles are won or lost in your mind. Now, today we're beginning a new message series that we're calling Battle in Your Mind. And for the next several weeks, we're gonna we're gonna dive into this important conversation. And I believe this is huge and this is important. In fact, I believe this so much, I believe this is actually can be life-changing, that this conversation can change your life, because your life is moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. You know, in recent years, there's been an entire discipline of modern psychology that has developed that's called cognitive behavior psychology. Now, cognitive behavior psychology is breakthrough because it reveals that many problems, whether it's eating disorders or relational challenges or addictions or anxiety, Uh, even depression, that that many things are rooted in faulty and negative patterns of thinking. And so many of your biggest challenges, many of my biggest challenges start in the mind. They start in the thoughts. And these uh, challenges can be a direct result of toxic thinking. Now, this isn't new. This has been happening for thousands of years. This is part of the human experience. In fact, the writer of Proverbs in Proverbs 23, 7 said this thousands of years ago. He says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. I mean, the Apostle Paul in the New Testament to a letter he wrote to the church at Philippi says in Philippians 4, he says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. What's he say? Fix your thoughts on what is true and what is honorable and what is right and what is pure and what is lovely and what is admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of your praise. Like, fix your thoughts. Think about. Then look what he says. He says, keep putting into practice all that you've learned and received from me and everything you've heard from me and you saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. You need peace in your mind today? Peace in your thoughts See, the life we have is a reflection of the thoughts that we think. And what we think determines who we become. See, if you think you can't, you probably won't. But if you think you can, you probably will. If you dwell on your problems, they're going to overwhelm you. But if you look for solutions, I bet you can see some. See, if you feel like a victim, you'll become one. But if you believe that you can overcome through Jesus, there is freedom and healing that you can find. See, this is a battle, and it's a battle in your mind and in my mind. See, in 10 years, you're going to look in a mirror, and someone is going to stare back at you. And that person will be shaped by your thoughts of today. The life you have is a reflection of the thoughts you think. And what you think determines who you become. See, we're all going to end up somewhere, and my prayer is that you and I will end up there on purpose. What comes into your mind comes out into your life, and your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Now, let's slow down here because this is huge. This is big. I mean, let me ask this question. Are you excited about the direction your thoughts are taking you? I don't know that I am. I've been wrestling and struggling with this for quite some time. I've been taking this very seriously. And we're on this journey together. And friends, I can't implore you or encourage you enough to, to, to take this conversation seriously. And maybe you don't like the direction your thoughts are taking. This is a chance for God to transform you. If you want to truly change your life, you can't just change your behavior. I mean, even if you change your actions or your behavior for a while, the original issue will just reestablish itself. This is, this is why following Jesus has never been about behavior modification. It's always been about life transformation. You know, the Apostle Paul, in a letter he wrote to the church, to followers of Jesus from a, from a prison cell in, in Rome, he, he wrote these words in Romans chapter 12. And I, let me read the entire two verses, and then we'll come back and break it down for a couple of minutes. But look what he says in Romans 12, 1 and 2. Again, to, to women and men like you, he says, Dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he's done for you. He says, Let your bodies be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable that is truly the way to worship. Now look what he says. He says, don't copy the behaviors and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I mean, what's he saying? I mean, simply break this down. Again, he's talking to, to, to brothers and sisters. He's talking to the church, to followers of Jesus, to women and men like you and me. And he uses this word, he says, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he's done for you. There's this sense of of urgency. This is a strong word, I plead with you. He says, give your bodies to God. Why? Because of all that he's done for you. I mean, what's Paul saying? He says, take your everyday, ordinary life. Take your sleeping and your eating and your going to work and your walking around and your hanging out. He says, take it all. He says, take your everyday or ordinary life. And he says, place it. Place it, your life, before God as an offering. He uses this word body. It's really talking about this idea of your whole self, your your very self. In fact, Paul says that, that if you're a follower of Jesus, your body is the temple of God. You don't have to go to a temple, that your body is the temple because God is in you. The teaching is that that once you become a follower of Jesus, once you're baptized, the Holy Spirit resides in you. And he's saying, take that whole self and give it to God. Well, why, Paul? No greater demand can be made than to give everything to God. And the motivation, therefore, must be equal to the demand. And Paul says only one exists. Paul says, Why? Because all that Jesus has done for you, if gratitude to God and his mercies does not compel our devotion to him, nothing will. And Paul says, This is is a high calling. This is is a big commitment. This is an all in. Your, Your whole self, your everything, my all in all. He says, Give it to God. He says, Let it be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. He says, this is this living and holy surrender. This is as you go. And and he says that God will find it acceptable, that this is the kind of worship. I mean, worship's more than music. Worship's more than Sunday. worship. He's talking about this idea as worship as a way of life. But here we go. Pay attention. Look what he says in verse 2. Don't copy the behaviors and the customs of this world. He says, don't copy, don't be shaped by, don't let it control. you. Don't be, don't be shaped by culture and the behavior and the customs and the norms. He says, don't be so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. And then he gives an alternative. He says, instead. He says, instead, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. This is huge. Here we go. This is it. This is the big idea for battle in your mind. Let God transform you. Again, not behavior modification, transformation. The goal is transformation. That's why following Jesus has never been about behavior modification. It's always been in its true form about life transformation. He says, let God transform you into a new person. Who Who is this new person? Become a follower of Jesus. The, the spirit of God lives in you. This fruit of God comes out and all of a sudden you're a person of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and self-control. You're a person full of hope. You're a person full of life. See, you can't Manufacture this stuff. You can't behavior modification this stuff. This is a, a process of growth, a process of transformation. This is the idea of the power and the presence of God inside of you coming out. In fact, when I look around Miami Church, I see people that I go, that's not the same guy or that's not the same uh, gal. And that doesn't mean they're perfect, but if you took a snapshot of them five years ago and you took a snapshot of them today, it's different. They are different. What is that? That's transformation. And this is the core idea of this message series. Well, how? Paul tells us how. He says, change the way you think. How transformation. Renew your mind. Remove the lies, replace it with truth. Rewire your brain, renew your mind. Restore your perspective. Revive your soul. Reclaim your life. And then he says, You'll learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. He says, When you become a new person, when you transform your thinking, he says, When you're transformed by changing your thoughts, he says, When you're transformed by renewing your mind, that you will learn and that you will know your purpose, your God given, purpose. He's saying, you will live the life that you were created to live. You will be the, the man or the woman that God actually created you to be. That's why this battle in your mind is so important. Well, how do you do that, Greg? I mean, how do you renew your mind? How do you change the way that you think? And it's why this message series is so important. It's why we're having this conversation. It's why we're going to sit here for a few weeks because this is hard. We're going to have to push and prod and challenge each other and encourage each other. We've got to force ourselves to, to remove the lies. We've got, to, we've got to fill our minds with truth. We've got to rewire our brains, renew our minds. We've got to reframe and restore. We, we, we've got to reclaim our life. And there's so much here. This is a huge conversation. We're not going to solve it today. We're going to have to sit in this conversation for a while. We're going to have to walk with other people in this conversation. But today we can get started. And I jotted down just a few ideas that I've been sitting in that we can get started. The first is just kind of decide. You have to just declare. There has to be enough frustration and desire to say, you know what, Greg, I'm going to go on this journey. I'm going to put in the time and the effort and the energy and the work to renew my mind because it's not easy. This is hard Work. If this were easy, everyone would do it. We wouldn't see Zooms uh, blowing up anxiety and stress. It's why this series is called Battle in Your Mind. Because it's a battle. It's a war. And, and you have to, the, the first step is really just to decide and, and to make a determination that I'm going to fight. I'm going after it. I'm going to go after my thoughts. The second idea I jotted down, it sounds simple, but it's actually profound is to invite Jesus into the journey. Jesus, I want, to change, I want to change my thinking. I want to renew my mind. I want to invite you in. I want to invite you into this process every morning. Jesus, I want to invite you into the process today. This is key. And then it's about taking an inventory. I mean, what is it that I think about? I mean, what's in my mind? And, and this is what calls for brutal honesty and time and evaluation like, what are my recurring thoughts? What is it that's in there? What is it that I'm feeding my mind? And some of this you can actually know and measure. I mean, go to your phone and, and, and look at your screen time, like how much hour you can see what you're binging on Netflix, how much time are you watching cable news. And this takes brutal honesty, and many of us, we don't want to do this because we don't want to admit out loud how much time we're spending on these things. I'll never forget, years ago, uh, one of my mentors uh, so, some guys were talking about lust. And, oh, it's so big, I can't overcome it. He says, no, it's not. It's an 85-pound weakling, but you just keep feeding it. So what is it that you're feeding your mind? What are the recurring thoughts that you have, and what are you doing to feed them? And, and see, what we got to do is we got to identify it. What, what are these lies? What is this toxic thinking? we got to name it. We gotta own it. We gotta claim it. We gotta we gotta identify. Like, what is the biggest lie that's holding you back? Well, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not talented. Enough. Well, my past is too bad. Oh, well, I always battle weight. I'm just not good with money. I'm never going to be close to God. I can't hear His voice. I'm never going to find a job. I mean, all the relate. Everybody just lets you down. I'll never measure up. I, I mean, I just have too many mistakes. It's too late for me. I can't overcome. This. So you got to identify the lie. Now my family and I have passes to Zoo Miami and we go down there a lot. And, and one of the camels, uh, I've, I've been there dozens of times, he, he walks in circles and it's the same path. And if you look at his enclosure, there's this rut. And thoughts are like this. See, the more often you think a thought, the easier it is to think it again. And it's like this camel walking in circles. It, it, it becomes a default. It's like you're stuck in a rut. You're in this wrong thought pattern. And, and this, is, this is where we're going in this conversation, in this message. This is why we're talking about the battle in your mind because we've got to identify these lies. And so I want you to begin to try to identify and to focus on the biggest lie. And then obviously we've got to get to a place where we replace it with the truth. Now, We can't solve this today, but we could start here, Romans 12, 1 and 2. What if you memorize this this week? What if you memorize, every day you read this and memorize, Dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all that He's done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that will be acceptable. This is truly the way to worship Him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you. Let God transform you into a new person. By changing the way you think, then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and perfect. What if you memorize that this week and just begin reciting it out loud to yourself? See, if you truly want to change your life, you can't just change your behavior I mean, even if you change your behavior, if you modify your actions, the original issues will eventually just reestablish themselves. See, following Jesus is not about behavior modification, it's about life transformation. The goal, the goal of battle in your mind, and I believe the, the goal of following Jesus is not behavior modification, the goal of following Jesus is life transformation, true transformation, which I believe can only happen through a relationship with Jesus. See, friends, we're going to be talking about strategies uh, the next coming weeks. We're going to be talking about ideas that you can do to help rewire and reshape your thinking. And these are important. And these are things that we all need to do. But ultimately, the only way to truly be transformed. The only way to truly transform your thinking is in in a living, breathing, authentic, life-giving, right relationship with Jesus. And the great news is that Jesus came and made a way for you to be in that relationship with him. And whatever your thinking, whatever your beliefs, whatever maybe you've experienced, none of that matters. The only thing that matters is that God loves you and that he's pursuing you and he wants to be in a relationship with you. And maybe for some of you that's the start. And maybe right now, you just even as you're listening to my voice, you just want to quiet yourself. Maybe remove whatever distractions you can remove and just begin talking to God. God, God I, want to, I want to change. I want to be transformed. God, I want, I want to renew my mind. I want to change the way I think. I want to be what Paul called a new person. Well, the only way to be a new person is through the power and the love and the grace of Jesus and so, God, I thank you for the men and women who are on this journey with us, who are in this conversation. God, there is a battle raging. And, God, you, you told us that, that, that it was going to be hard. And you, you told us, God, that we wage war. And it's not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, God. And there's all of this toxic thinking. God, we're being bombarded every day and really every minute of every day with all of these messages and mixed messages, God, that are bombarding our minds. And God, it's, it's overwhelming, and sometimes, God, it's so much. But God, you want to give us truth. You want to tell us who we are, how you see us, and what really is the truth. And so, God, I pray that we'll begin to identify the the challenges. God, I pray that we'll begin to identify the toxic thinking, that we'll begin to identify the lies in our minds. God, we we can't get victory until we can identify them and define them. And then once we do that, God, we can begin to replace that with the truth of you and your word. So, God, I pray, God, we won't copy the customs and behaviors and the norms of this world, this culture, God. But God, I pray that we'll be transformed into new men and new women by the renewing of our minds. God, this is an important conversation, an important journey, God. God, I pray you'll give us the courage, the strength, God, just the, the desire and the fight to go after this, God. It matters so much. So, God, I love you, and I thank you, and I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. We would love to hear from you. You can always reach out to us on our social media channels or send us an email at at helloatmiamichurch.com. Also, be sure to subscribe because you don't want to miss out on any future conversations. I hope our time together inspired you to take your next step in your faith journey.